Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, coming to you live and in stereo from the Baylor Club, hard by the banks of the Brazos within McLean Stadium. Uh, gorgeous views afforded of 35, and I can see the river. And if I, oh, there's the Alaco building. Great to be here, and uh, I thought I would, uh, uh, I'll do the show from here today, and then I'll be racing over in time for the first day of fall camp. Fall practice begins today for the Baylor Bears. It's uh, underway in just about five minutes. Uh, actually, the uh, practice started about four o'clock, and there'll be a few uh, TV cameras allowed to capture some of the footage, and then of course, we'll uh, we'll all be trickling over there to hear from uh, head coach Dave Aranda today at six o'clock, and then we'll uh, be able to share that with you on Monday on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton joining me as he always does, and Aaron uh, from my perch. I can see almost out to the Eminem broadcasters uh, to where you are right now in the newsroom, uh, looking over everything. Aaron, um, panic has set in among the Big Twelve. I, I did, I did, I do love that a a an executive from the Big Twelve, who most people before this morning could not have <laughs> named nor they have ever heard of. I believe his name's Ed Stewart. Now, I've seen him. I think I, I think I know what Ed looks like. And I do know that he played for Nebraska, I believe, back in 1994, but uh, has been a part of the Big 12. And the Pac-12 has come in and hired him. And, Aaron, anything that happens between these two conferences right now is just huge news. It, it, uh, I, I mean, I just looked before the show because I always like to think, okay, what's what are like the national headlines today? Like what's leading ESPN.com? And Aaron, this is one of the big headlines. A Big 12 official has, has gone over to the Pac-12. Now, people say, well, what did he do? What did he do for the Big 12? Well, he was over football, and I'm not minimizing what he did. I mean, it sounds like I am. Um, I think he had a really nice, distinguished, pretty long career with the Big 12. But Brett Yormark, the new commissioner, is going to want to put his people in place. Like, I don't know if this is really one of the huge defections that could take place. Now, you know, Maybe I'll hear from Mac Rhodes or somebody, and, and I'll think otherwise. But for now, nobody seems to be, you know, uh, 
all that concerned. But Aaron, I'm sure you have this in your Campus Confidential. Did you find this one interesting that uh, that that this that this Big Twelve football official going to the Pac-12 has somehow become enormous college football news today? No, I was. <laughs> Look, and I'm like you, I get it. I get why some people are trying to make a big deal out of it. But like you said, Brett Yormark's going to want his own staff. He's going to keep some people. But when I saw it, I just assumed that more than likely he was going to be replaced. So he found another job. They may, that may not be the case. He may have just found another job and decided to move on and like that job better. But he had been there 16 years. And I think once Brett Yormark took over for the job and gets comfortable in it, I think he's going to want his own people around. Aaron, I think you're on the money. And uh, I kind of think the same thing that, you know, it's like anybody, a head coach is going to bring his staff. There may be a few people, some holdovers. Um, I'm glad Dave Aranda kept some of the people that, that, that you know, he showed up that were already here. But, you know, such as Sean Bell and David Wetzel and some of the folks. But, I mean, a lot of times changes are made. So, again, I don't think this is the end-all, be-all. And uh, this is being passed out there as big news today. Aaron, we, uh, we need to do our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. We usually do this where people uh, text in, and uh, we'll give them that opportunity. I. You had to be listening yesterday to get this one. Okay, Matt Clark was on with us, Baylor legend. In fact, Matt Clark will be celebrated before that Albany game, Baylor versus Albany on September 3rd. And it was great to visit with Matt. Matt was a short yardage quarterback, all around, fun guy, uh, great player at Corsicana. In fact, uh, Aaron, he... Matt Clark played in the uh, state title game. That probably would have been around 1983. And they got beat in that state title game. And if I'm, if I'm thinking correctly, Aaron, you know who was on that, the other team when Matt Clark played in the state title uh, game? I believe it was Thurman Thomas. You may have heard of him. Uh, and uh, he ended up, of course, in the pro football Hall of Fame, and um, it's uh, it's just it's amazing to think back on some of these careers. But now he mentioned this yesterday, so if you were listening, you'll know the answer to this trivia question. The Schmaltz's trivia question, and you can win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. And here's the uh, here's the number, by the way, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Just text us. Okay, that's the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. Here's the question. Which, what quarterback delivered the 88-yard touchdown pass to Matt Clark against Arkansas in, in a game that was in Little Rock? That would have been 1985 the 1985 season, and what, which of the quarterbacks, you got a good chance, if you remember Baylor in the 80s, you'll know one of these, you'll know both these quarterbacks, 
but you, you have to make sure you get the right one. All right? Which quarterback was it that delivered that 88 yard? And for the longest time, that, that went down as the longest play from scrimmage in Baylor history. I, I feel like that's been eclipsed at some point. And one of the longest touchdowns, that return, obviously, that Al Walcott had in the Sugar Bowl was incredible. Um, but I believe somebody now has gone even more than the 88-yard touchdown. But for the longest time, that was the, the set the record for the longest pass in Baylor history. It was this quarterback threw it to, to, uh, to Matt Clark, our guest yesterday. All right. And uh, uh, again, if you want to get those, if you want to win those two free sandwiches and get those coupons to Schmaltz's, text in to 254-662-1660. And, and as the day goes on, we will announce the winner. It is a Friday. It is time for fall camp. And uh, there's a lot of excitement in the air. All my TV buddies, everybody has, uh, everybody's kind of congregated over there. I'll be racing over there uh, right before six o'clock to listen to uh, what Dave Aranda has to say. Fall camp, it's in the air. And uh, in fact, here I am at the Baylor Club. Aaron, they're having an event, um, last call before football. All right, it's the Baylor Club last call before football. That's Thursday, August 11th from 5.30 to 8.30, and uh, we're going to be here for that. The Matt Mosley Show, I believe John Morris will be uh, posted up as well, and uh, we'll be broadcasting uh, leading up to that event. And again, that's the last call before football, uh, Thursday, August 11th, at the Baylor Club. I, I Mike Mosel's in this next beautiful, uh, they got these offices that you can that rent out, and they've been kind enough to let me broadcast from one of those today. And Aaron, the acoustics are nice. You probably hear my voice bouncing off the walls just a little bit here. But uh, Aaron and I have been really tinkering with our, uh, with some of our, our equipment. Uh, well, that didn't, uh, you know what I'm saying. The uh, our tie line equipment. Aaron, we've got it sounding beautiful today. Thanks to everybody who's a part of this thing. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we come to you live from the Baylor Club. Now, Aaron, the, you know, I, there's going to be some things I go in there looking for today. You know, we're going to be visiting about the quarterback room, about the running back room. Um, you know, the reason I think people aren't as freaked out by some of these positions as they could be, talking about the Baylor football team, is that around this time last year, heading into fall, I mean, we didn't know that Abram Smith was going to emerge as one of the top running backs in the country. Uh, Bears don't have a lot of proven, experienced talent at running back or wide receiver. What they do have are big people, people that uh, they, they, they are very deep along the O-line and they're very deep on the defensive line. And, 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 I, and I think they've got some pretty good experience in the secondary and at linebacker. Will Williams, Dylan Doyle, 
uh, Matt Jones. I mean, I I like what they're bringing back uh, at linebacker. This is going to be different. This is a Baylor team that now has a target on it, um, on its back. Uh, and, and a lot of that is because for the first time really in the history of the Big 12, even back some of some of those unbelievable Bryles teams, this team came into the season and was voted uh, by the uh, assembled media number one in the conference. Back in the day, the, the, conference, the, the media couldn't help themselves. Even after Baylor was really, really good, you know, from 2011 all the way through, uh, I was really starting in 2010 through about 2016, um, obviously they were tremendous. And, but they never were predicted to win the conference. They would win it. They had a couple of uh, Big 12 titles in there. But here they are, they are now being predicted to win it, and they got to go out and, uh, and, and put, it on, put it on film. And today, fall camp is an is a important day because a lot of that starts. Now, Aaron, let me ask you, do you have faith as they get ready to start? And again, this will, the first practice is here, uh, just started at about four o'clock. How is your, what is your belief that, uh, that these bears at the skill positions, running back and wide receiver will be fine? Because I got to say, I feel pretty good about running back because I, I know some of the personnel, the wide receiver room worries me a little bit because there's just not much experience there. Gavin Noose has been around a long time. He's had a lot of injuries. Um, Gavin Holmes, I should say. Gavin Newsom's the uh, governor of California. <laughs> um, but I, I, I find that room particularly interesting. And, and whether it be Javon Gibson, whether it be Monterey Baldwin, um, I, I, uh, They've got a guy named Seth, <coughs> number 88. Um, I, I, I find this to be a very fascinating part of the team. What gave me renewed hope is, is talking to Dallas Baker recently, their wide receivers coach. I, I think they brought him in. Um, I, I think he's really good. I think he's connected with this room. And, um, and I, I think this is a tremendous offensive staff with Eric Mateos, Jeff Grimes, Dallas Baker, uh, Juice, the man they call Justin Johnson. Um, I, I, think, I, think they're, I think they have a chance to be good. I would just say the wide receiver part, aspect of this team does give me pause. I can see that, and, and it does for me too. But I think that if the coaching staff was worried about it, they would have addressed it in the transfer portal because they've shown that they will for areas of need. They showed that last year and the year before. So I think that unless they were really, really comfortable with both the wide receiver and the running back room, excuse me, unless they weren't 
really, really comfortable with what they had at both of those positions. They would have addressed it in the transfer portal. And so I kind of, I kind of trust the coaches on this one. Like I'm, I think about the same things with the wide receivers that you do, but I think since the coaches see enough there that they're not worried about it, I, I don't worry about it. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, in in the Baylor coaches, Aaron Truss, and I don't think that's a, a bad position to take. Um, a uh, a little bit of a tease for Monday's show. We got word today that President uh, Livingstone will be joining the program uh, for 15 Monday. She has been named, uh, this is uh, President Linda Livingstone, has been named the, um, the chair of intercollegiate athletics, um, the, the NCAA I mean, I'm, we're talking oversight. We're talking, I mean, this is an incredible honor. And, I mean, of course, you have to have support and have to vote on this and think through it. And it just speaks to some of the work she's already done with the NCAA. And, and they've worked hard, I think, to, uh, to, to try to get a handle on some of their enforcement issues. That's been a problem. It hasn't worked very well. They've had to, they've worked on streamlining that, and now she has been named the chair of uh, of the NCAA. I mean, uh, board of governors, and it's a it's a tremendous honor, and it's a huge honor for Baylor and everybody involved with uh, the Baylor family. So, President Livingstone will be on with us. Uh, Monday at 4.15. We know you'll uh, want to set an appointment with that. And uh, got got a treat for you, by the way, while I scurry over to get in position today at 4.20 or 5.20, in case you missed it because we had it early in the show yesterday, Eric Nadell, the uh, legendary Rangers, uh, voice of the Rangers, just had a, a, a wonderful tribute to Vin Scully. We'll let you hear some of that in the uh, five o'clock hour today. And then of course, we'll get in position to talk to Dave Veranda as Baylor begins fall camp. It is all happening. Next though, uh, we'll, uh, we'll give you the winner of our uh, Schmaltz's trivia contest. And I'll get you caught up on a little bit of NFL news um, that's going on. And in particular, some of the stuff that's going on with the Dallas Cowboys from, uh, from their camp. Uh, get you caught up on that next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Baylor University, Mac Roach. The NCA, I guess maybe two months ago, came out and reminded everybody about existing rules and recruiting, and you can't induce student athletes to come. But until the NCA goes after a school and levies sanctions against them and does it in a timely manner, people are going to continue to do what they're doing. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? <laughs> hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254 235 or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post in Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. It's barbecue and baseball season, and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coach's at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke Catering for your next event or party. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right art supports. After walking around with the art supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL is back with a Hall of Fame game last night. After a rain delay, the Raiders beat the Jaguars 27-11. Jared Stidham was 8 for 15 for 96 yards and ran for a touchdown for the Raiders. Roger Goodell picks former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the NFL appeal of Deshaun Watson's suspension. Single game tickets for the 2022 Baylor football season at McLean Stadium are now on sale to the public. The Bears start fall camp today. Astros blank the Guardians in Cleveland 6-0. Game 2 of that series tonight, 6-10 first pitch. Rangers break a three-game slide, beating the White Sox 3-2. Game 2 of their series tonight, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, live from the Baylor Club, the world-famous Baylor Club, right here at McLean Stadium. <clears throat> what a gorgeous place, right next to the Brazos River. Traffic actually moving really well this afternoon along 35. Maybe our long national nightmare is close to ending uh, traffic-wise in Waco, and uh, more things are certain things are moving, moving extremely well today, and uh, things were moving well today. Aaron, I stopped by, uh, making my way around the countryside, and I happened to stop by Slovacek's today, and uh, got myself the big boy with American cheese with sausage. And, uh, boy, that ended up being a really oh. nice decision. <laughs> uh, very efficient. The folks there will move you right through that line. And I was a little uh, pushed for time today, and I thought, man, I think I can do it. And, of course, they got me in and out. Aaron, it sounds like you have uh, you've been by there before. Pretty good stuff, huh? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, the big boy, I think we call that, <laughs> with a with a beautiful uh, uh, piece of, you know, like a sausage, and it's in that kolache. The kolache is just perfectly done. And, um, in fact, I may just stop by. I may just kind of double up. Uh, I may stop back by there this evening. Who knows? But uh, uh, that was fun. I want to announce our Schmaltz's trivia question winner, Jimmy Gatlin. Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks for playing. You win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. The quarterback who completed that 88-yard bomb to Matt Clark, who with that long, flowing, curly hair, went racing down the sideline in Little Rock, Arkansas, with all those uh, woo-pig-suey fans going. And we will never forget that. But that was Tom Mickey. And uh, that year, 85, he still would have been, because uh, uh, Cody Carlson had the uh, team to himself, in 86 so 1985 that still would have been uh the alternating uh rotating quarterbacks of cody carlson tom mickey so tom mickey is the answer the late great tom mickey we lost him way too young a few years ago and uh but boy tom was an awesome quarterback and we miss him so much but uh jimmy gatlin wins those schmaltzes uh, and uh, you win, and we hook you up with a couple of free sandwiches. You're going to love that. Um, last night, Aaron, <coughs> we, uh, you know, we had talked to Eric Nadell. And, you know, I, I can't say Rangers have not been in a good way. And so I gener- I used, there was a time in my life, and I did radio for a decade in the Dallas area, where I just refused to miss a single Rangers game. I watched every single game. I cannot say that's the case anymore. But last night, I got excited because the Rangers had uh, a pitcher, Cole Reagans, making, uh, making his debut, his Major League debut, former 
first-round pick, Cole Reagans. And then they had Bubba Thompson out in left field, and he was making his uh, Major League Baseball debut. Aaron, this maybe should have been the Schmaltz's trivia question. Do you, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, do you know the last time uh, two teammates made their Major League Baseball, two first-round picks for a Major League Baseball team made their debut in the same game? Do you know the last time it happened? I know part of it. I can't remember one of the players. It was oh, no. the, It was the Giants, Will Clark, and I can't remember uh-huh. the other player. I'm just drawing a blank. All right, if anybody else remembers the other player for the San Francisco Giants, I'll even help you out. 1986, and you text in 254-662-1660. We'll fix you up with a Schmaltz sandwich. A Schmaltz's sandwich. We love that place so much. Uh, 254-662-1660. If you can name the other player, uh, Aaron got one of them right. Uh, and the debut was, in fact, Kelly, how many years ago was that? 86, 14, 26 years ago, whatever it was. Anyway, um, no, 30-something years ago? What is that, Aaron? 22 plus 14... 36 years ago, this happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, so this was, this was Will Clark, who, who was making his debut. And I won't give you the other one yet. We'll check the text line, see if anybody gets this one right. 254-662-1660. Um, it was, I think Will Clark hit a home run that night. And I'll just say this. The two players that debuted for the Giants back in 1986 combined for eight All-Star appearances. Now, one of them, Will Clark, had six of those All-Star appearances. But uh, anyway, if we get a correct answer on the uh, text line, then I'll, uh, I'll throw out the answer here in a little bit. Um, last night, Cole Reagan's who had dealt with two surgeries, uh, like a second Tommy John surgery, had all sorts of issues. Even one option was walking away from baseball. Made He was the uh, first-round pick for the Rangers in 2016. In 2017, outfielder Bubba Thompson became a a, uh, uh, first-round pick. They both debuted last night. I watched it. I watched, uh, and just in the in the uh, interest of transparency, I watched the first six innings, every bit of it. And Reagan's goes out there, and he was right in that first inning. He was throwing a lot of pitches. In fact, he at least had runners on the corners in that first inning. He may have loaded the bases actually, but he did not give up a run. He makes it through five innings and only gave up one unearned run. There was a walk in there, and then a a run came around on a fielder's choice. And what led to it before that was a drop in right field, Adelise Garcia. Uh, At first it was ruled on the transfer rule that the ball came out on the transfer, but at further review, the ball, uh, he just dropped it. He didn't secure it, and it wasn't a transfer. It was just a flat-out error out there. And then Aaron, one of the Rangers 
coaches. I'm trying to remember the guy's name um, on this staff. Who was that? Anyway, he he got tossed. He was screaming and cussing at the umpires, and Woodward was trying to calm him down, but he couldn't get him calmed down. And and uh, number 37 for the Rangers, the coach. Why can I not remember that guy's name? Anyway, he got tossed. They ran him out of there. But the Rangers end up winning the game 3-2. And one of the rookies, Bubba Thompson, the uh, the left fielder for uh, uh, for the Rangers, uh, he he started. He I watched his first at bat. He was batting uh, in the nine hole, and he was first pitch swinging. He hit it okay out to right field, but just popped out. He flew out to right field, and. Later in the game, he gets his first hit, his first major league hit. He ends up one for three. But Aaron, the guy's got some wills. His first hit was on a bunt hit, and he made it down the first baseline, and they said it was the fifth fastest time to first base in the majors this year. Fastest for the Rangers, and the fifth fastest in the entire major leagues for Bubba Thompson. Now, this this bullpen has not been good. <laughs> and so any sight of the bullpen, especially fairly early in the game, is never a great thing. But uh, they held on and uh, got a 3-1 lead on a sacrifice fly that I believe Simeon hit out there. Yeah, yeah maybe Simeon. And uh, it made it 3-1. White Sox made it 3-2, but the Rangers were able to hold on in the late innings and get out of there with a win. They needed it. They had lost several games in a row, either six or seven games in a row at home. That was not looking good at all. But, Aaron, I just, you know, I, I don't, and I don't know if it's the timing or I don't know exactly why. I don't watch quite as much baseball as I have most of my life. But... Last night, I just I, mean, I just sat right out there in the heat. I got my fans going out back, and it was hot, but whatever, who cares? And and I just kind of got the, the lazy boy. I put it back, and I just enjoyed the heck out of watching a kid. Um, or and he's not even a kid anymore. He's been you know obviously he was drafted in 2016, but watching him make his debut, watching both families of the two rookies going crazy in the stands. And, and and just watching um, the delivery, I mean, he was, he was a little shaky at times, but he got through it. And I thought it was an interesting part of the broadcast that they talked about how somebody had compared him when he was in high school to Cole Hamels, you know, who used to pitch for the Rangers, pitch for the Phillies before that. And uh, Cole Hamels pitched in the World Series, I believe, for the Phillies. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then help the Cowboy, the uh, the Rangers make the playoffs. Cole, he he started watching film of Cole Hamels, and he did some of the things he was doing from the stretch. Did look like Cole Hamels, and so that was interesting. Also interesting that one of those innings, and of course it ended up being the longest inning. Um, the rain they had uh, Kumar Rocker in the broadcast booth. I read some of those players, Aaron, that, that could be arriving in Arlington here in the next two or three years, and 
Kumar could be there as early as 2024. 6'5", 235 pounds. I mean, he is. his dad was a famous, he's in the College Football Hall of Fame, was a famous player at Auburn and is a uh, NFL uh, defensive line coach now. But a fascinating story, Kumar Rocker is. He, he gets drafted by the Mets. He signs for $6 million dollars. And then they take it back. They rescind the offer based on um, some uh, some physical issues that they determined. And two months later, they uh, he had kind of a secret surgery, and uh, I believe on his shoulder. And apparently, he's coming along great, and and uh, everything's going fine. But. It was uh, interesting. He led uh, Vanderbilt, I believe, to a national title that one year. Um, and and then he, he gets drafted by the Mets, and it doesn't work out. And then he ends up the third overall pick to the Rangers. Aaron, I don't know. You know, it's always hard in baseball to know which one of these guys are going to hit as far as a starting rotation. But it is kind of fun. And we were talking to Eric Nadell about him. You get to hear from Eric Nadell today at about 520. It is kind of neat to, to, to try to think about and extrapolate like what a rotation like that could look like in 2023 or 24. The other good news for the Rangers is that um, Josh Young, the um, – the third baseman that they drafted in the first round out of Texas Tech, he started playing again. He's been injured, and he's been out in Arizona on an assignment, uh, and then they'll assign him to, I don't know if it'll be a double-A or where he'll end up. But that's another player that could be arriving here in the next year or two uh, for the Rangers. Aaron, did you uh, – uh, I know last night you were not producing the, the Rangers games. A lot of times you do. Uh, but it, how fun is that when you got a young guy like Cole Reagans up there and, and you think about what he could be and to have a lefty and then all these righties on the way? I would say as far as being a Rangers fan, it's, while it's not great times right now, there are some fun things to look forward to. Absolutely, and I, I think I think I mentioned it yesterday, but this is the best minor league pitching that the Rangers have had in my lifetime. I think they've had better overall minor league systems. I think when when their minor when their system was ranked tops in the majors early in John Daniel's career, but as far as pitching, they've never had anything like this. They've got multiple yeah. multiple quality major league prospects and more coming from the draft like that's not even really including Kamar Rocker in that which he obviously will be a factor hopefully pretty soon for the major league ball club and that other guy uh uh Porter I believe it is the 19 year old was uh-huh. also introduced yesterday Brock Porter and that's a name to remember as well that'll be a little further down the road I mean, these things, you never know how they're going to turn out because, um, uh, Aaron, the 
you know, the, 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 what you're referencing that maybe even predated John Daniels, you remember they had Danks, Diamond, they called them DVD. It was, it was Danks, it was Edinson Volquez, uh, and it was Thomas Diamond. And they were all supposed to be unbelievable, and they ended up trading really all of them, but you just never know. I mean, Danks ended up um, going to the White Sox and uh, being a pretty good pitcher. But uh, it just it's hard to say how these guys are going to end up. All right, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential, a Big 12 um, admin- official has ended up going to USC, and it's made big news today. Campus Confidential coming up next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Baylor will dribble out the clock. A dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames. 87-62 the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treating you like family. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Central Texas College offers day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple campuses. So when people ask, what are you up to this weekend? You can be like, "Uh, not much, just earning my college degree. Got any lunch plans? You're like, oh yeah, I got big plans. Find time for those big plans at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL is back with a Hall of Fame game last night. After a rain delay, the Raiders beat the Jaguars 27-11. Jared Stidham was 8 for 15 for 96 yards and ran for a touchdown for the Raiders. Roger Goodell picks former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the NFL appeal of Deshaun Watson's suspension. Single game tickets for the 2022 Baylor football season at McLean Stadium are now on sale to the public. The Bears start fall camp today. Astros blank the Guardians in Cleveland 6 to nothing. Game two of that series tonight, 6-10 first pitch. Rangers break a three-game slide, beating the White Sox 3-2. Game two of their series tonight, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Uh, coming up at 5 o'clock, some really interesting news coming out of Rams camp uh, involving the Super Bowl champion quarterback Matthew Stafford's uh, throwing arm, his elbow. Very, very distressing news for the Rams, and uh, uh, and then also some breaking news that Aaron and I will share with you uh, involving the uh, the next steps with the Deshaun Watson case. Some of that will be coming up at 5 o'clock. But uh, we do have news in college athletics involving uh, college football and elsewhere, and uh, for that I wanted to uh, turn it over to Aaron Sexton. Ed Stewart, one of the top officials in the Big 12, is leaving for a new job at USC. Stewart is the big, was the Big 12's executive associate commissioner. He's being hired as USC's executive senior associate athletic director for football administration. His job duties will include oversight over the USC football program. According to ESPN, Stewart spent 16 years at the Big 12 and served as the league's lead football administrator arriving in 2006. According to sources, he's respected around the league and part of his motivation for moving to the campus side is to work toward becoming an athletic director. We talked about this earlier. A lot of people, especially on Twitter, where people make big deals out of 
things that are nothing all the time are making a big deal out of this. And I think you and I both agree that it's not. He had been with the Big 12 a long time. The Big 12 now has a new commissioner who probably wants his own people. And that's behind this probably more than anything. Well, I think you raise a good point. I I would just say, and, and I, I, I've met uh, this guy in the past, and, and he's been a very close associate of, uh, of Bob Bowlesby's. In fact, I remember as I was uh, making my way down for uh, Bowlesby was going to be handing Baylor a, uh, well, that 2014 Big 12 co-championship with uh, TCU. <laughs> And I remember driving down and running into Bowlesby and this Ed Stewart uh, at the Slotskys. I was driving in from Dallas at the Slotskys in Hillsboro. Good guy, really good guy. What it sounds like to me is, and the timing is weird, I get it. And, you know, I think it's easy to say, well, he's defecting to the Pac-12. What he's really doing is he's going to USC and he's going to be involved with their program as an administrator. And um, I, he wants to be an athletic director. And he's had a really nice career with the Big 12. But this is sort of the next step for him. And the uh, chief of staff at USC left recently to take a job with, I believe, the New York Jets or, or some NFL team. I, thought, I think it was the Jets. And so this... Uh, this move makes some sense. It's just odd timing given the the sniping back and forth from the Pac-12 and the Big 12. But let's remember, USC is going to the Big 10. To, so to say this is some kind of, oh my gosh, he wants to go with the, the Pac-12, USC is leaving the Pac-12. So uh, I, I know how this is being presented, but I don't think this is the biggest deal in the world. Guy had a really nice career with the, uh, with the Big 12, he was in charge of football, did, a, did an extremely good job. He had a working relationship with Lincoln Riley, and so that's, that's playing a role in this. Uh, for the past five seasons, he and Lincoln Riley worked together, and so now he'll go be on Lincoln Riley's staff uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's the big thing. He's not leaving the Big 12 for the Pac-12. He's leaving the Big 12 for USC, which, in case you haven't heard, is moving to the Big 10 in 2024. So he'll technically be at a Pac-12 school for a year. But this is, like you said, he wants to be an athletic director, and this is a job and a move that gets him closer to that. Texas assistant basketball coach Jarence Howard has resigned from the program. An athletic department spokesman told the Austin American Statesman yesterday the coach wiped all UT references from his Twitter account. He did not respond to a message seeking comment. And a UT spokesman said, quote, he has been pursuing other opportunities. His name has also been removed from the Texas Athletics Directory. Howard joined UT last season after a successful eight-year run at Kansas where the Jayhawks won six Big 12 titles in that time. So well, it, was, it started out as a Twitter story that everything, all his stuff had been removed. Because people always notice that now when you remove all references from social media from a school, whether you're a coach or a player or a recruit, and someone noticed that, and then the story broke a little bit after that. 
I don't even know if I would know how to change my bio on Twitter. <laughs> so I don't think I'll ever uh, I'll ever scrub my record or anything like this. Yeah, I, I do. I've changed your <laughs> well, not well, not your personal one. Yeah. Well, I I think um, this one's interesting in the sense that it was the fact that Chris Beard hired him away from Kansas was interesting in the first place. Um, he had been a longtime KU assistant. He played basketball at Illinois when Bill Self was the the coach there many years ago. And he was known as a tremendous recruiter. So he had barely been at the University of Texas. I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. But obviously the UT people noticed. And then I saw the uh, our friends like Brian Davis at the Austin American Statesman all reacted to this. Meanwhile, you know, Sark is doing his thing with Texas uh, University of Texas football. And uh, I, I, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, Aaron, I did see on another Big 12 note that um, saw some really uh, fun comments coming out of Kansas State. And it just made me think of that, uh, talking uh, Big 12 college basketball. And I kind of like, uh, I kinda like what, uh, what I'm hearing from uh, Coach Tang. I mean, I, there's... There is, a, there is a lot of excitement coming out of that program, and Coach Tang had some comments yesterday as they were getting everybody ready for the season. I don't know if they're going to have tremendous production on the offensive end, but I do think they're going to get after you on defense, and I think he thinks they're going to be pretty good on, uh, on that end of the floor. Um, I, I find it I, – I, I think this is going to be – one of the really underrated stories in college basketball is watching um, Scott Drew's longtime lieutenant, Jerome Tang, a great friend of our show, uh, what he can try to accomplish at Kansas State, a, uh, a good program that has kind of fallen on hard times in recent years. The release of former Adidas consultant Merle Code's book, Black Market, which claims that former Louisville coach Rick Pitino had knowledge of and authorized payments to players' families has caused the NCAA's complex case unit to issue, issue additional formal allegations of infractions against Pitino, claiming that he offered a $100,000 payment to the father of former recruit Brian Bowen in 2017. Per USA Today's Tim Sullivan, Pitino... Now, the head coach at Iona College has denied the claims. Code was eventually convicted, along with former Adidas employees James Gallo and business manager Christian Dawkins, in October of 2018 on felony charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Code wrote that he was acting at the behest of his superiors and Patino, who instructed him to provide, quote, help in securing Bowen's commitment. Yeah, it's amazing how that works patino even with all that slime <laughs> able to go on with his career the the athletic the fixers and the assistant coaches either get thrown in prison or have their careers end and um, some of those names you mentioned 
Uh, also were involved, Dawkins' name comes to mind, in the Kansas scandal, which, uh, by the way, Kansas has taken their first steps in some self-administered punishment by taking Bill Self and Curtis Townsend, his top assistant, off the road in July. I was really surprised because they fought the NCAA tooth and nail on this thing that they would even do any form of punishment, but obviously decided, hey, what's the least amount of punishment we could possibly accept? And uh, staying home in July turned out to be just that. But uh, I think uh, I think probably uh, Kansas basketball. Aaron, when do you think they'll come out with some punishment? Like 2000, uh, what's the, what, 2028 or something? Yeah, about the when, time when, Bill self-retires. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll be the time. One of the things that I think college athletics, the NCAA, and, and uh, Baylor President Linda Livingstone will play a role in this, one of the things they've tried to crack down on or stop is schools – that get in huge trouble for um, people that are long gone, and and uh, they they don't like the thought of paying uh, players that weren't there in the first place paying for other people's sins. So again, Bill Self is going to be at Kansas probably for a long time. I do find it interesting, Aaron. You know, I don't think anything. The guy at Arizona did what Sean Miller was like the worst thing in the world, but he made the mistake. Same thing with Will Wade at LSU. They made the mistake of not having great seasons after going through a scandal. It's always easier to get rid of these people after they have a, a bad season. <coughs> you know, the thing about Bill Self is. KU's good enough that they rarely have down seasons. And so uh, I, I think Kansas would stick with Bill Self through pretty much anything. There's almost no revelation that could happen that would take Bill Self down. And uh, there are certain people in college football and college basketball that are foolproof uh, or protected against almost anything. And I would say Bill Self's one of those. Nick Saban is also one of those. And I think Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, it would have to be something huge to take him down. Other places, a scandal can take you down in a hurry. All right, that is our Campus Confidential. Good stuff from Aaron Sexton. Um, some stuff coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, and again, we're, we'll... Uh, we're going to race over today is the first day of fall camp at Baylor, and we're going to go take part in all that. But we have uh, some interesting NFL news for you next. Hey, everyone. With the Cowboys training camp report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott and coordinator Kellen Moore are raving about a rookie from San Antonio. Their thoughts on Dennis Houston after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 
It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The broken foot suffered by Cowboy veteran receiver James Washington in camp has opened a door for an undrafted rookie from San Antonio, and Dennis Houston is taking advantage. He's earned kudos from Dak Prescott, as well as coordinator Kellen Moore, who's impressed by Houston's work ethic. He's really, really detailed and really, really specific, and I think it's awesome when he takes those things you teach in the meetings and he applies them immediately. I think that's a huge comfort level for quarterbacks, and so it's a natural for him to get more opportunities. In other camp news, linebacker Anthony Barr officially signed his one-year deal yesterday, and the running back position is shorthanded as backups Rico Daddle and Aaron Shampkin are not practicing as they isolate in their hotel rooms because of COVID. With the boys in Oxnard, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. ESP. In Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. So Windows Direct. 
When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a beat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family from the alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram studios this is krzi waco k222 dc waco k265 dv temple espn central texas welcome back to the matt mosley show the presenting sponsor of the matt mosley show is central national bank also sponsored by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram barnett contracting baylor line foundation jim turner chevrolet the baylor club Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show coming to you live from the Baylor Club, hard by the Brazos, right here at McLean Stadium. I can see the stadium out one window. I can see the Brazos River. And then I can see over the Alaco building, downtown Waco. Um, we may go out to the Baylor uh, practice facility in a minute. We have our, our eyes in the sky. Chris Williams uh, from Channel 10 has been out there today to put his eyes and, and gather some footage. Baylor's first day of fall camp started today. And uh, so it's been... Uh, it's been an exciting time, and uh, uh, our TV brethren are are uh, out there kind of moving around, and uh, Chris and others, they've got a lot going on. They're trying to uh, manage everything. So uh, this will be this will be a lot of fun. In fact, I'm going to race over there here in a little bit from the Baylor Club and then uh, be in position to talk to Dave Aranda. That's supposed to happen at uh, about 6.10 tonight. Uh, the head coach will be addressing things. Um, there's an event happening at the Baylor Club called Last Call Before Football. Last Call Before Football. That's Thursday, August 11th, 530 to 830. And, man, this is such an awesome place. they they got incredible membership opportunities out here. Mike Mosel, the GM, they've been a great partner of ours here at uh, ESPN Central Texas. We love the Baylor Club, like the food, the service, the uh, the uh, oh the the bar and grill here is uh, uh, is just tremendous, and uh, they just do a great job. People are out there right now, just kind of taking it all in, looking at the views of McLean Stadium, and um, this is I'm, I'm looking down at the parking lot right now. People pulling in left and right. They're coming in, maybe taking part a little happy hour here at the uh, the Baylor Club. So 
tremendous opportunities. Now, again, I'll be out at the uh, Baylor practice here in just a little bit, and uh, that'll be great. Uh, we are going to let you hear something we did the other day uh, or yesterday with Eric Nadell early in the show, and he's got some really neat stuff um, that uh, about Vin Scully that I thought was uh, tremendous. Um, Aaron, uh, there's there's some stuff going on out at uh, Cowboys, and uh, uh, and I'll uh, I'll speak to it in just a moment. One thing I didn't add on the baseball front, Aaron, is that did you see the uh, note that Bubba Thompson, who made his Major League Baseball debut with the Rangers last night in left field, happens to be best friends with the Cowboys' third round pick. Jalen Tolbert. I think they were, maybe it was Georgia. Anyway, they were the same high school, close friends. They talk every night after practice. And so last night, the Cowboys rookie wide receiver was watching the Rangers left fielder make his debut. How cool is that? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> that that's... That is pretty cool and kind of unlikely, actually, <laughs> that they would both end up in the DFW area. And both uh, one making the major league, making his major league debut, the other one you know, making his NFL debut pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron, give give our man Chris one more call. I was just texting him as we were speaking. We've got some moving parts right now. Uh, we. Uh, we got our TV people that are right out in the middle of at 4.05 today. There was some access to Baylor's first uh, fall camp. Boy, they got all kinds of stuff going on. They got a new um, new SID for football came in today. Brent Ingram making his debut. He's been all over uh, all over practice. And, uh, and then at 6 o'clock, We'll gather. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll get with Chris a little later. Um, we will. Uh, uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun uh, today to to be thinking about everything going on out there. Quarterbacks are doing their things, and uh, uh, Blake Shapen, of course. These new wide receivers. I mean, this is a big day as they get going with fall camp. Lots of college teams are getting that going and today was the first day for Baylor and uh, Dave Aranda will be speaking at about 10 after 6 tonight and uh, I'll uh, be racing across town to be there for that and to take part in that. It is uh, Tom Barfield I'm sure is on the scene as well as the ESPN Central Texas team uh, converges over there at the Simpson Complex, the indoor complex um, and soon they'll have the Fudge um, kind of operations center. That's that uh, football operations building, football ops, and they're gonna they're gonna have that's gonna be a beautiful new building. Aaron, as we get ready for that though, and and uh, Baylor's first fall practice, I did want to look to the NFL for a couple things. One thing that really caught my eye and surprised me is because they've been acting like everything's fine, no no big problem. Um, the Rams with Sean McVay, Sean McVay comes out today and does admit 
that's it's abnormal what's going on with Matthew Stafford's arm. We thought it was it a case of tired arm. What's going on? They've been kind of holding him out of practice. They hadn't been throwing it much. And today they admitted that something is going on with his elbow. Now, obviously, as the reigning, as the defending champs, all eyes are on those uh, on the Los Angeles Rams. And this is a this this really bears watching this uh, this situation with uh, with the uh, with the Rams. And so I am uh, we're going to we're going to keep watching this. The other thing is that we told you that the Cowboys, they were thin at running back. They had one of the running backs. Shampkin just came back from uh, the, the COVID protocols today. And they were, they've been thin at wide receivers. So what did they do? They went out and signed a linebacker. Now, Aaron, this is uh, coming from Cowboys camp. Anthony Barr uh, had his first interview here in the past 24 hours. And he said, I think Dallas is a contender. And I want to be on a team that I felt had a chance to win. Now, you know, that can be up for debate. But uh, Anthony Barr, who uh, has been with the Vikings, uh, I believe has seven years invested in the NFL. Interestingly, the thought on Anthony Barr is that he can play uh, a, a off-the-ball linebacker, and that should allow Micah Parsons to have even more time to line up and, work and, and be involved in the pass rush. I think this is all a healthy thing. Now, who does that leave at linebacker for the Cowboys when, when uh, Micah Parsons moves up to defensive end? Well, it, they, they've had some guys banged up here recently. In fact, to the point where Luke Gifford, who's more of a special teams player, was, was getting reps with the first team the other day. Um, the Leighton Vander Esch has had a really good camp. He was out yesterday uh, with a, or, or, or today, in fact, with a personal matter. And I don't know exactly what that's all about, but, uh, but we'll see when he gets back to camp. If Leighton Vander Esch, Gifford, Barr, who, whoever else is playing on an off-the-line linebacker position, that is going to allow Parsons to have even more time uh, at defensive end. Now, when I was out at camp uh, all last week, you know, I have to say the pass rushing moves and the amount of time they were spending with uh, with with Parsons uh, at on the defensive line. I mean, they just love him there. They can't see it enough, and and I think that's why uh, there, there's a belief that they have some pretty good players with a Digazua up front. And, and, and then Dorrance Armstrong can, can, is pretty versatile on the defensive line. I, I think there's a thought that there's a strength in numbers thing going on, but I, I think Parsons has become such a lethal threat uh, as a pass rusher that I would say if I had to guess right now, it will be 60-40 um, defensive end, to linebacker this year, 60-40. Um, and I think he'll line up 60% of the time at defensive end. Aaron, what do you think about that guess? I think that's pretty close. That's, 
That would be what I would think. Okay. Sorry, I was checking something there. Um, for some reason, we've had trouble connecting with our man, um, Chris Williams, but that's okay. Our, uh, our eye in the sky out there at practice, um, it just sent me a, a number, but uh, we'll, we'll catch him another time. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and we are, uh, we are uh, moments away from hearing from Dave Aranda. That'll happen at 10 after 6 tonight. I've been doing the show live from the Baylor Club. They've got a great event coming up. Last Call Before Football is an event that uh, members will have access to, others, friends. Members will be able to bring friends to. This is going to be a membership drive type event. Uh, Mike Mosel and his staff do such a tremendous job. They've built up just a, a great following here in Waco. That's Thursday, August 11th, 530 to 830. That's next Thursday. And, uh, in fact, we'll be here uh, broadcasting from the Baylor Club. So we are so pleased to be with you today at the Baylor Club. Uh, and next we have an opportunity to hear from the one and only Day, uh, Eric Nadell, the legendary voice of the Rangers. And Eric will uh, be talking about the passing of Vin Scully. Meanwhile, I'll be racing over to uh, get ready to post up and visit with Dave Aranda as we talk about the first day of fall, fall camp at Baylor Football. That's all next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, we'll see clear skies with a low near 80. Tomorrow, sunny and not quite as high with a high near 99. Currently 101 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Baylor University, Mac Roach. All of the Power Five conferences right now are having conversations. The ACC, obviously, you know, with their TV deal all the way up through 2036, is looking at how they can generate more revenue. Pac-12 down to 10, what do they do? And quite frankly, I really believe the Big 12 is extremely well positioned. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Local ladies. This is Tori down at Harley Davidson of Waco. Our season is in full swing and we are looking for new rock stars in all departments. If you're tired of your everyday run of the mill gig and long for something greater with good solid income, then hightail yourselves down here ASAP. Bring your spunk and enthusiasm. Do yourselves a favor and join our rowdy bunch today. Come see us at 4201 South Jack Colchin Freeway, right off I 35 and New Road at Harley Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family espn radio sports center i'm ward whites with your espn central texas sports center update brought to you by hurley benefit services the nfl is back with a hall of fame game last night after a rain delay the raiders beat the jaguars 27 to 11 jared stidham was 8 for 15 for 96 yards and ran for a touchdown for the raiders roger goodell picks former new jersey attorney general peter c harvey to hear the NFL appeal of Deshaun Watson's suspension. Single game tickets for the 2022 Baylor football season at McLean Stadium are now on sale to the public. The Bears start fall camp today. Astros blank the Guardians in Cleveland 6-0. Game two of that series tonight. 6-10 first pitch. Rangers break a three-game slide, beating the White Sox 3-2. Game two of their series tonight. 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You heard the uh, White Sox in town. Cole Reagans, man, I'm excited about this. I like any major league debut and this guy particularly has a really cool story and um well i I, i've just been excited i'm buying him a little time because he had his manager uh preview and he has to get back up to his perch i've been in there i was allowed to broadcast in there a time or two uh and he's uh well actually no this is the new one i'm thinking back at the old one but uh we are uh, uh getting in touch as we speak with uh, the uh, Hall of Famer himself, Eric 
Nadell. Eric, uh, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. I, I was vamping for a minute because I wanted to make sure you got off that <laughs> elevator. I didn't even get in the elevator. It hasn't come. So uh, I'm still in the in the bowels of the stadium, but I think I'm in a reasonably quiet place. You are, and uh, you sound great as always. And we'll get to this. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in this debut, Cole Reagans. I mean, that's always fun when you get to somebody, especially with a story like this. But I tell you, the Vin Scully passing away, um, it, it, you know, obviously at his age, it's not like it could come to a shock to any of us, but still the, the end of an era. Uh, and, and I, I thought of you, Eric, cause I just thought, man, Eric, uh, like nobody else will have thoughts and memories of Vin that there's just, I think I heard you say it yesterday, Eric, the, the greatest baseball broadcaster of all time. What was your first thought or the memories that flooded back to you when you heard the news about uh, Vin's passing on uh, on Tuesday evening? Well, you got to realize, Mo, that I grew up in Brooklyn, and my parents were Brooklyn Dodger fans who listened avidly to the radio all the time. Uh, I started going to Brooklyn Dodger games the last year they were in Brooklyn before they moved to Los Angeles. So I remember going to a few games. I don't remember listening on the radio. But I remember my mom telling me one time when I told her I was going to meet Vince Scully, she said, tell Mr. Scully that you were listening to him in the womb. And uh, <laughs> so I have a, you know, a long family history you know, of enjoying and respecting Vin. And when I finally got to meet him, Mark Holtz and I got to meet him uh, when the Rangers played the Dodgers in spring training in 1982. Uh, and he was just so gracious, so warm treating us like equals, which was ridiculous. You know, we were just basically rookie big league announcers and he'd already been there for 30 some odd years and, you know, treated us like we deserved to be there and was just incredibly kind every time I saw them. And so whenever we would play the Dodgers in spring training or in interleague play, I would make sure I got to the ballpark early so I could spend a little bit of time with them. And he was always really giving and anytime I would bring up a friend who was from Brooklyn, you know, he was extra, extra special in coming over and signing anything they had. Uh, just a phenomenal human being. One of those situations where you meet one of your heroes and he turns out to be everything you hoped he would be and more. And then as a broadcaster, you know, he's inarguably the best ever. I don't know that there's any other profession where you ask everybody who does that for a living, who's the best to ever do this? And every single person is going to say Vin Scully. You will not get a different answer. If you ask the 100 major league announcers right now uh, for the 30 teams, who's the best ever, you'll get 100 of them say Vin Scully. You might get 100 different answers for who's the second best, but everyone <laughs> will say Vin Scully. Well, I bet that was something in 1982, you know, because most times you're you're in awe maybe of meeting one of your baseball heroes that you grew up. But then when it becomes your profession and somebody you grew up loving and maybe wanting to emulate and getting to see him, and like you say, he lives up to that reputation. That's a pretty awesome thing. Now, what what do you think it was that set him apart and made him? so appealing to listen to, but also universally beloved. He was better than everyone else in every single aspect of baseball broadcasting. You start with the voice. He had this incredibly smooth, 
friendly voice that always had a smile in his voice. He had inflections that were different from everybody else's. They were more varied. Uh, he had a better vocabulary than everybody else. He was more creative in the way he used the language. He was more well-read, and he would bring up stuff from Shakespeare and from you know movies and literature and work that in. He worked harder than everybody else, even right to the end. He wasn't mailing it in when he was working in his 80s. You know, he was coming up with stories. He was researching, researching stuff and coming up with stories about the players that nobody else had and seamlessly weaving them into the broadcasts. And then you come down to the dramatic moments, and he just he had the ultimate ability to describe things perfectly, and he knew when to talk and when not to talk. You know, he just had a sense of that better than anybody. So, again, it's every single thing that we try to do as a broadcaster – he did better than anybody else. It's it's really incredible. Do you remember that famous, the most famous one, probably his most iconic call, the Kirk Gibson? Do you? I mean, the, to encapsulate it, to let the crowd go for a while, and then his line about the improbable uh, has ended with the impossible. I, I was hearing Al Michaels talk about that. I mean, I and he was kind of going back over what had happened that season. With the Dodgers, in, in 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 a sense, that just that that one line perfectly captured not only the moment but sort of what had happened that season with the Dodgers. Yeah, and you know, and to have that come out extemporaneously, you know, to have it not be prepared because you're not prepared for Kirk Gibson to come, you know, hobbling off the bench using his bat as a cane and hitting a game-winning home run. There's no way you prepare for that, and that he was able to spit that out at the right moment. You know, similarly, his his wrap up on the Hank Aaron home run, you know, about how a black man in the South is being is being cheered uh, for breaking a, an all time record uh, of a white legend. You know, all that kind of stuff to just come, you know, spontaneously out of somebody. No, that's just just a gift that nobody else had. Eric Nadell, voice of the Rangers, joined the Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas. Did you ever try to mimic anyone, uh, whether it be Vin or Mel Allen or anybody? Did you ever find yourself as a young broadcaster trying to emulate or or almost capture someone else's cadence? Not in baseball. Uh, in basketball and hockey, I was a I was a Marv Albert imitator. He's the guy that I grew up listening to. You know, he had a very fast kind of staccato type delivery when he was doing radio for the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Uh, it's a lot of kind of what Chuck Cooperstein sounds like doing basketball. That's That was kind of my style doing basketball and hockey. But in baseball, no. In baseball, I really didn't uh, try and imitate anybody in terms of the style. What I did do, and I still do, is I look for phrases that other announcers are using, descriptive phrases that I'm not using. And Vin Scully supplied the most. You know, I listen to games a lot on my way to the ballpark or anytime I'm in the car. And if I hear an announcer using a phrase that I'm not using to describe something or even an interesting way of coming out of a commercial break, I'll make a note of it and I'll write it in red in my scorebook that night and try and work it in. And eventually it'll become part of my vocabulary and it'll be on the tip of my tongue then when i would listen to a game with Vin, I, I wouldn't have enough space on the paper for all the things i was writing down like <laughs> how is he inventing this stuff it's like listening to mike emmerich do a hockey game you know the phraseology is just much more creative and more descriptive 
than other announcers. And so, you know, from then over the years, I got lots of, you know, lots of different ways of describing things that I never had before. But in terms of trying to copy his style, no, I never did. But you hear lots of announcers who clearly have been influenced by him, you know, probably grew up listening to him on the West Coast somewhere. And they do have the kind of cadence uh, that Vin had, you know, and some of the inflections that Vin had. You like to describe the uniforms. You're very descriptive in that. And I, I'm sure you started that pretty early in your career. I, I think uh, I think I've heard Vin you, of, of the Dodgers say it was wedding cake white. That's a good, you know, that would be a, a, a really nice thing. Is that something you picked up on? Uh, early in your broadcasting career or somebody you listened to that you loved, kind of how they described uh, the different uh, uniforms and how, how ball players were dressed? Yeah, the New York Mets announcers were very descriptive um, when I was a kid. Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson, uh, they were always talking about what the clouds looked like, uh, what the skies looked like, and, and what the uniforms looked like. And even going back to uh, you know earlier broadcasts that I would listen to, you know, I would get tapes originally and then cds of older broadcasts broadcasts from the 40s and 50s and 60s before there were a lot of games televised where radio announcers really did a lot more description of what the players looked like what their stamps looked like how they were wearing their uniform you know in addition to the actual style of the uniforms which back in those days there wasn't that much you know everybody would just wore a gray uniform with either the team name across the front or if you were the Cardinals, you know, you had the bird on the bats. There, there wasn't that much to describe in terms of what the uniforms looked like. But now every team has, you know, five different uniforms. And it's interesting to me, which one are they wearing tonight? You know, and, and you know, what does it look like? Do they have stripes down the side of the pants? You know, are they, are they wearing a solid cap or a cap with a different color brim? You know, we're painting a word picture for people. And as a kid listening to games on the radio, the announcers were always doing that. Now people just tend to assume, well, I know what that player looks like. I've seen him on TV a million times. You know, back in the earlier days, you didn't assume that. And so I figure people who are listening on the radio, well, maybe they're primarily radio listeners. Maybe they don't have the cable package that has TV. So, you know, I've got to tell them what things look like in the ballpark. You know, Vin made the transition from radio to TV. It, some, it seems like seamlessly. You've had all sorts of opportunities over the years to do that. You chose not to. Did, did, what, do you, what do you think? Did, did you think Vin just, it was just kind of a natural thing? When do you remember him becoming known more for TV? I guess that had to do with he was getting golf and and uh, NFL opportunities as well. But uh, how, how do you, when do you kind of remember that transition happening with him? Well, the thing you got to remember is, you know, back in the 60s and the 70s and even the early 80s, most teams rotated their announcers between radio and TV. Mm. Uh, even when I started doing the Rangers, I would do the middle three innings of the game on TV. Uh, you literally would switch announcers. And the teams thought that that was good. It was fresh for the audience to get a different perspective. And the announcers loved doing both radio and TV. I did. Uh, once the TV broadcast became full of video packages and graphics and sponsored elements, it was more important to have the same announcer as trying to a, kind of a master of ceremonies traffic cop for the entire game. And they started using ex-players more as analysts 
And it didn't really make sense anymore to have the announcers going back and forth between radio and TV. Uh, but Vin was one of the last guys who did both, where he would eventually do uh, the first three innings of the game on radio and then go over to TV. And then finally, the TV station said, well, we want him all the time. And the radio station said, well, we're not giving him up. And they compromised and let Vin do a simulcast. So the first three innings of the game, his last several years, were simulcast on radio and TV. And he basically did it as a radio broadcast. And the people watching on TV you know, heard the announcer talking more than they were accustomed to. Uh, but then from the fourth inning on, when he was no longer on TV, he would shift gears and go into more of a classic television broadcast with not quite as much description. But he always worked alone, too. You know, that was the thing that was so different about him. He refused to use an analyst. You know, his theory was, as explained to him by Red Barber when he started, uh, you're doing a broadcast and you're telling a story and it's like sitting across the kitchen table from somebody. He didn't want anybody else putting his two cents in. You know, he wanted to tell the story his way, and he didn't want anybody else butting in. And he did that to his final days of working in 2016. He would do an entire telecast without a color man, which is it's hard to believe, especially considering how long the games are now. It was one thing when the games were two and a half hours. Now that they're off in three and a half hours, that's really <laughs> hard to do. And he did it, it well into his 80s and, uh, he, you know, retired not that long ago. 67 years of doing it. I loved your open yesterday when you you used his signature phrase of uh, pull up a chair. And uh, I just thought that was so neat. And it was, uh, you know, it was just really, it was kind of like you, understated, but but very appropriate. So I well, uh, kudos you. to you on that. I appreciate it. It was kind of fun the last two days, you know, paying tribute and, you know, using a lot of his phrases and talking about him throughout the game. Um, still just such a, such a crushing blow to all of us. You know, you knew at age 94, he's not going to live forever, but somehow you hoped that he would. Yeah. I mean, he started tweeting uh, just in the last couple of years. We had seen him on, uh, on Twitter. Well, I I had looked forward to this, and uh, I loved listening to you and Matt yesterday talking, and even those John Miller stories of impersonating different people. And I, you know, I I, I knew John had been with the Rangers at one point, but you sometimes forget. And uh, what a what a crew that y'all had. That was. Uh, I may have to YouTube and see if I can find some of uh, your old uh, TV work, Eric. Maybe some of your you HSE days. Mine, but you do want. You do want to find some of John doing impersonations of Bob Shepard and Vince Scully <laughs> and, and those guys. Um, and as for the debuts, uh, I've got some news for you. It's not just Cole Reagan's making his major league debut tonight. Bubba Thompson has been called up, and he's here, and he's starting in left field making his major league debut. Two first-round draft choices who were drafted out of high school, one in 2016 and one in 2017, are making their major league debut on the same night. And everybody is scurrying around to find out the last time that happened, if it ever happened on the same team. Wow. Yeah, maybe Elias can help out on some of that. Well, thank you for bringing I'm sure that. Find it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be fun to see both of them out there. And uh, Cole Reagans with his, uh, you know, his perseverance and all that he's overcome. Uh, Eric, I mean, but within, you know, 2023 or 24, lighter, rocker. Reagan's, I mean, when it, it is interesting that in double A AA and triple A right now, and of course, Reagan's starting tonight, 
you could have the makings of the future rotation. And depending on how all this works out timing-wise, that is, uh, as a broadcaster who's done this for a long time, that does have to, to bring some excitement, I would think. Yeah, you hope so. You know, until you actually see those guys pitching in the big leagues, you know, they're really just names to us. But obviously, if you believe what the scouts have to say, it's uh, it's pretty promising. All right, Eric, jump in that elevator, get up to your perch, okay. and uh, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mo. Okay, there he goes, Eric Nadell, voice of the Rangers. This is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We're pleased to have with us the new commissioner of the Big 12 Conference, Brett Yormark. I'd like to build the brand of the Big 12 um, in New York. I'm not sure a lot of people know the Big 12 brand. And candidly, I want to make it a national brand that's recognizable all over the country. And when student athletes are in their senior year and they're contemplating what's next, I want them to say, I need to go to the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Don't miss the Itasca Gun Show August 6th and 7th. Buy, sell, or trade Saturday from 9 to 5 and Sunday from 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Children age 15 and under are free with a paid adult. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles Whip Farm Productions, 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. We'll see you at the Itasca Gun Show Saturday, August 6th and Sunday, August 7th at the Hillco Civic and Event Center in Itasca. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? 
They've each been interviewed on Bear Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The NFL is back with a Hall of Fame game last night. After a rain delay, the Raiders beat the Jaguars 27 to 11. Jared Stidham was 8 for 15 for 96 yards and ran for a touchdown for the Raiders. Roger Goodell picks former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the NFL appeal of Deshaun Watson's suspension. Single game tickets for the 2022 Baylor football season at McLean Stadium are now on sale to the public. The Bears start fall camp today. Astros blank the Guardians in Cleveland 6-0. Game two of that series tonight, 6-10 first pitch. Rangers break a three-game slide, beating the White Sox 3-2. Game two of their series tonight, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. It is time for the dismount. I've made it into position. I'll be, uh, uh, I found a great spot over here, and I'll be jumping in here to visit with Dave Aranda as he reacts to the first practice of fall camp i'm looking out here in the parking lot seeing who who's kind of making their way out here i i trying to see this almost looks like a coach that's come out here anyway uh this will be good we'll go uh take part in this loving the new uh well the football sports information director uh brent ingram first day on the job welcome to town brent 
Aaron, as only I could, I started like, you know, asking for things and, hey, can I try this? Can I try this? And to his credit, he, you know, he, he's kind of like, hey, let's see what we can do. I mean, he's ready to try to make things happen. So uh, really enjoying this, uh, this new uh, upstart uh, SID that's come in from UTSA. And I say upstart, he's got, he's uh, got plenty of experience. Uh, was at Kentucky basketball for years. Um, it's been 11 years at Kentucky in their SID department, and, and uh, now he's going to kind of run the all the, uh, the sports information department at Baylor. And I, I, I've heard great things, and I, so far everything I've seen, tremendous dude. So very excited about that. He'll be here. Aaron is as only I could. I. I got down here without the proper. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to make sure I was very presentable at today's practice, and uh, through some various ways, I've ended up with a one of my official ESPN 1660 golf shirts. Okay, so I will be ready. I'll be ready for action today. I I kind of made it today without uh, my proper my proper attire but I'll be ready to roll and um, that'll be fun to get to visit with um, Dave Aranda as we uh, talk about the first practice and uh, all our friends Chris Williams uh, Curtis Quillen Darby uh, Eric uh, I mean uh, the whole gang has been heavily involved in this first practice Matt Lively they're all stationed, Jack Allen, and they're ready for action as we, uh, and I, in fact, I was looking at the linebacker today, Will Williams, as he was making his way around the practice. I am excited. Fall football, it is here, folks, and today is the first Baylor practice. Now, Aaron, you may be doing a little Rangers work tonight. If you are, let me just go ahead and tell you this. You'll hear the first pitch tonight. Uh, 7.05 is first pitch. on, uh, And then, of course, uh, pregame starts about 6.30 on uh, ESPN Central Texas, one of the great affiliates for uh, Rangers baseball in the state of Texas. The White Sox are throwing a guy named Dylan Cease tonight, C-E-A-S-E. Now, Aaron, I, I was kind of like, looking this up I was wondering why the White Sox on the ESPN predictor on like who's supposed to win a major league baseball game it was the White Sox were like 68% to win the tonight's game and I thought well that's weird well I mean the White Sox aren't that great like why why are they so predicted to win this game and then I started investigating the matchup Dylan Cease for the White Sox, tonight's pitcher, is 11-4 with a 2.01 ERA. In away games, he is a 130 ERA. Rangers running out Otto, O-T-T-O, Otto, Glenn Otto. He'll be on the mound tonight. He's got over a 5 ERA. It's not great. It's not great. Aaron, you said something and I didn't hear it, but I think we're I think we're running up against it is what I, I think I heard you perhaps say. Okay, good. Um, so rough time for uh, the Rangers tonight, but maybe they'll pull it out. You never know. 
But uh, White Sox and Rangers coming up on ESPN Central Texas. First pitch at 7.05. Everybody have a tremendous weekend. I'm headed to fall camp for Baylor football. It's all coming up. We'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Baylor Bears. Here's the voice of the Bears, John 